Well, a very good morning to everybody out there. Welcome to the breakfast show. Alongside your boy DJ Val, how are we all doing this morning? So, uh, gotta give props going out there, of course, to uh, my bishop, Bishop John Anthony Francis, and of course, my co pastor, co pastor Penny Francis. So, uh, welcome to the breakfast show alongside Mr. Alistair. He's gonna be with us a little bit later on. But as always on the breakfast show, we start off with uh, 30 minutes of great, relaxing, uninterrupted worship just to ease you into your Saturday morning. Shouts going out there to anybody that was on there with the uh, Rag City Church uh, early morning prayer. What a way to uh, start your Saturday with prayer. And then we go straight into a time of worship. So I'm not going to waste any more time. Sit back and let us uh, worship our God together. Hey, this is Cheval Franklin from Kingston, Jamaica, and it's time for worship with DJ Val on the Soul Food Gospel Show.
J'écoute le Soul Food Show avec DJ Val. C'est sur Rouac Radio. Ce show est fantastique, est incroyable. Un show à ne pas manquer, les amis. Allez, à bientôt. Ciao.
everyone, it's Keandra Lockett here, and you are listening to the Soul Food Gospel Show with DJ Val.
are listening to the Smooth Groove Gospel Soul Food Station with your host, DJ Val.
Writer Bisola, and you're listening to DJ Val on Soul Food Gospel.
little bit of a bit of overtime on that worship session there, right? I was going to cut this song short, but I really like this one, you know. Joe L. Barnes featuring the unmistakable voice of Miss uh, Naomi Rains. Good morning, if you joined us, welcome to uh, The Breakfast Show. We now move into a time for our Bible reading. And remember, the Bible reading is always taken from the Bible experience. It is the best way for you to be able to enjoy, reflect and meditate on God's Word. We are reading from the book of Leviticus 8 to Leviticus 12. Might sound a little bit heavy reading for this morning, but... uh, Trust me, you will be blessed in Jesus' name. assembly at the entrance to the tent of meeting. Moses did as the Lord commanded him, and the assembly gathered at the entrance to the tent of meeting. Moses said to the assembly, This is what the Lord has commanded to be done. Then Moses brought Aaron and his sons forward and washed them with water. He put the tunic on Aaron, tied the sash around him, clothed him with the robe, and put the ephod on him. He also fastened the ephod with a decorative waistband, which he tied around him. He placed the breastpiece on him and put the urim and thummim in the breastpiece. Then he placed the turban on Aaron's head and set the gold plate, the sacred emblem, on the front of it, as the Lord commanded Moses. Then Moses took the anointing oil and anointed the tabernacle and everything in it, and so consecrated them. He sprinkled some of the oil on the altar seven times, anointing the altar and all its utensils and the basin with its stand to consecrate them. He poured some of the anointing oil on Aaron's head and anointed him to consecrate him. Then he brought Aaron's sons forward, put tunics on them, tied sashes around them, and fastened caps on them as the Lord commanded Moses. He then presented the bull for the sin offering, and Aaron and his sons laid their hands on its head. Moses slaughtered the bull and took some of the blood, and with his finger he put it on all the horns of the altar to purify the altar. He poured out the rest of the blood at the base of the altar. So he consecrated it to make atonement for it. Moses also took all the fat around the internal organs, the long lobe of the liver, and both kidneys and their fat, and burned it on the altar. But the bull with its hide and its flesh and its intestines, he burned up outside the camp 
as the Lord commanded Moses. He then presented the ram for the burnt offering, and Aaron and his sons laid their hands on its head. Then Moses slaughtered the ram and splashed the blood against the sides of the altar. He cut the ram into pieces and burned the head, the pieces, and the fat. He washed the internal organs and the legs with water and burned the whole ram on the altar. It was a burnt offering, a pleasing aroma, a food offering presented to the Lord as the Lord commanded Moses. He then presented the other ram, the ram for the ordination, and Aaron and his sons laid their hands on its head. Moses slaughtered the ram and took some of its blood and put it on the lobe of Aaron's right ear, on the thumb of his right hand, and on the big toe of his right foot. Moses also brought Aaron's sons forward and put some of the blood on the lobes of their right ears, on the thumbs of their right hands, and on the big toes of their right feet. Then he splashed blood against the sides of the altar. After that, he took the fat, the fat tail, all the fat around the internal organs, the long lobe of the liver, both kidneys and their fat, and the right thigh, and from the basket of bread made without yeast, which was before the Lord, he took one thick loaf, one thick loaf with olive oil mixed in, and one thin loaf, and he put these on the fat portions and on the right thigh. He put all these in the hands of Aaron and his sons, and they waved them before the Lord as a wave offering. Then Moses took them from their hands and burned them on the altar, on top of the burnt offering, as an ordination offering, a pleasing aroma, a food offering presented to the Lord. Moses also took the breast, which was his share of the ordination ram, and waved it before the Lord as a wave offering, as the Lord commanded Moses. Then Moses took some of the anointing oil and some of the blood from the altar and sprinkled them on Aaron and his garments and on his sons and their garments. So he consecrated Aaron and his garments and his sons and their garments. Moses then said to Aaron and his sons, Cook the meat at the entrance to the tent of meeting and eat it there with the bread from the basket of ordination offerings, as I was commanded. Aaron and his sons are to eat. Then burn up the rest of the meat and the bread. Do not leave the entrance to the tent of meeting for seven days until the days of your ordination are completed, for your ordination will last seven days. What has been done today was commanded by the Lord to make atonement for you. You must stay at the entrance to the tent of meeting day and night for seven days and do what the Lord requires, so you will not die. For that is what I have been commanded. So Aaron and his sons did everything the Lord commanded. Moses summoned Aaron and his sons and the elders of Israel. He said to Aaron, Take a bull calf for your sin offering and a ram for your burnt offering, both without defect, and present them before the Lord. Then say to the Israelites, Take a male goat for a sin offering, a calf and a lamb, both a year old and without defect for a burnt offering, and an ox and a ram for a fellowship offering to sacrifice before the Lord, together with a grain offering mixed with olive oil, for today the Lord will appear to you.
They took the things Moses commanded to the front of the tent of meeting, and the entire assembly came near and stood before the Lord. Then Moses said, This is what the Lord has commanded you to do, so that the glory of the Lord may appear to you. Moses said to Aaron, Come to the altar and sacrifice your sin offering and your burnt offering, and make atonement for yourself and the people. Sacrifice the offering that is for the people and make atonement for them, as the Lord has commanded. So Aaron came to the altar and slaughtered the calf as a sin offering for himself. His sons brought the blood to him, and he dipped his finger into the blood and put it on the horns of the altar. The rest of the blood he poured out at the base of the altar. On the altar he burned the fat, the kidneys, and the long lobe of the liver from the sin offering, as the Lord commanded Moses. The flesh and the hide he burned up outside the camp. Then he slaughtered the burnt offering. His sons handed him the blood, and he splashed it against the sides of the altar. They handed him the burnt offering piece by piece, including the head, and he burned them on the altar. He washed the internal organs and the legs and burned them on top of the burnt offering on the altar. Aaron then brought the offering that was for the people. He took the goat for the people's sin offering and slaughtered it and offered it for a sin offering as he did with the first one. He brought the burnt offering and offered it in the prescribed way. He also brought the grain offering took a handful of it and burned it on the altar in addition to the morning's burnt offering. He slaughtered the ox and the ram as the fellowship offering for the people. His sons handed him the blood and he splashed it against the sides of the altar. But the fat portions of the ox and the ram, the fat tail, the layer of fat, the kidneys and the long lobe of the liver, these they laid on the breasts and then Aaron burned the fat on the altar. Aaron waved the breasts and the right thigh before the Lord as a wave offering, as Moses commanded. Then Aaron lifted his hands toward the people and blessed them. And having sacrificed the sin offering, the burnt offering, and the fellowship offering, he stepped down. Moses and Aaron then went into the tent of meeting when they came out, they blessed the people, and the glory of the Lord appeared to all the people. Fire came out from the presence of the Lord and consumed the burnt offering and the fat portions on the altar. And when all the people saw it, they shouted for joy. And Nadab and Ubayu took their censers, put fire in them, and added incense and they offered unauthorized fire before the Lord, contrary to his command. So fire came out from the presence of the Lord and consumed them, and they died before the Lord. Moses then said to Aaron, This is what the Lord spoke of when he said, Among those who approach me, I will be proved holy. In the sight of all the people, I will be honored. Aaron remained silent. Moses summoned Mishael and Elzaphan, sons of Aaron's uncle Uziel, and said to them, Come here, carry your cousins outside the camp, 
away from the front of the sanctuary. So they came and carried them, still in their tunics, outside the camp as Moses ordered. Then Moses said to Aaron and his sons, Eliezer and Ithumar, Do not let your hair become unkempt, and do not tear your clothes, or you will die, and the Lord will be angry with the whole community. But your relatives, all the house of Israel, may mourn for those the Lord has destroyed by fire. Do not leave the entrance to the tent of meeting, or you will die, because the Lord's anointing oil is on you. So they did as Moses said. Then the Lord said to Aaron, You and your sons are not to drink wine or other fermented drink whenever you go into the tent of meeting, or you will die. This is a lasting ordinance for the generations to come, so that you can distinguish between the holy and the common, between the unclean and the clean. And so you can teach the Israelites all the decrees the Lord has given them through Moses. Moses said to Aaron and his remaining sons, Eleazar and Ithumar, Take the grain offering left over from the food offerings prepared without yeast and present it to the Lord and eat it beside the altar, for it is most holy. Eat it in the sanctuary area, because it is your share and your son's share of the food offerings presented to the Lord, for so I have been commanded. But you and your sons and your daughters may eat the breast that was weighed and the thigh that was presented. Eat them in a ceremonially clean place. They have been given to you and your children as your share of the Israelites' fellowship offerings. The thigh that was presented and the breast that was weighed must be brought with the fat portions of the food offerings to be waved before the Lord as a wave offering. This will be the perpetual share for you and your children as the Lord has commanded. When Moses inquired about the goat of the sin offering and found that it had been burned up, he was angry with Eleazar and Ithamar, Aaron's remaining sons, and asked, why didn't you eat the sin offering in the sanctuary area? It is most holy. It was given to you to take away the guilt of the community by making atonement for them before the Lord. Since its blood was not taken into the holy place, you should have eaten the goat in the sanctuary area as I commanded. Aaron replied to Moses, Today they sacrificed their sin offering and their burnt offering before the Lord. But such things as this have happened to me. Would the Lord have been pleased if I had eaten the sin offering today? When Moses heard this, Moses and Aaron, Say to the Israelites, Of all the animals that live on land, these are the ones you may eat. You may eat any animal that has a divided hoof and that chews the cod. There are some that only chew the cod or only have a divided hoof, but you must not eat them. The camel, though it chews the cod, does not have a divided hoof. It is ceremonially unclean for you. The hyrax, though it chews the cud, does not have a divided hoof. It is unclean for you. The rabbit, though it chews the cud, does not have a divided hoof. It is unclean for you. And the pig, though it has a divided hoof, does not chew the cud. It is unclean for you. You must not eat their meat or touch their carcasses. 
they are unclean for you. Of all the creatures living in the water of the seas and the streams, you may eat any that have fins and scales. But all creatures in the seas or streams that do not have fins and scales, whether among all the swarming things or among all the other living creatures in the water, you are to regard as unclean. And since you are to regard them as unclean, you must not eat their meat. You must regard their carcasses as unclean. Anything living in the water that does not have fins and scales is to be regarded as unclean by you. These are the birds you are to regard as unclean and not eat, because they are unclean. The eagle, the vulture, the black vulture, the red kite, any kind of black kite, any kind of raven, the horned owl, the screech owl, the gull, any kind of hawk, the little owl, the cormorant, the great owl, the white owl, the desert owl, the osprey, the stork, any kind of heron, the hoopoe, and the bat. All flying insects that walk on all fours are to be regarded as unclean by you. There are, however, some flying insects that walk on all fours that you may eat. Those that have jointed legs for hopping on the ground. Of these, you may eat any kind of locust, katydid, cricket, or grasshopper. But all other flying insects that have four legs, you are to regard as unclean. You will make yourselves unclean by these. Whoever touches their carcasses will be unclean till evening. Whoever picks up one of their carcasses must wash their clothes and they will be unclean till evening. Every animal that does not have a divided hoof or that does not chew the cud is unclean for you. Whoever touches the carcass of any of them will be unclean. Of all the animals that walk on all fours, those that walk on their paws are unclean for you. Whoever touches their carcasses will be unclean till evening. Anyone who picks up their carcasses must wash their clothes, and they will be unclean till evening. These animals are unclean for you. Of the animals that move about on the ground, these are unclean for you. The weasel, the rat, any kind of great lizard, the gecko, the monitor lizard, the wall lizard, the skink, and the chameleon. Of all those that move along the ground, these are unclean for you. Whoever touches them when they are dead will be unclean till evening. When one of them dies and falls on something, that article, whatever its use, will be unclean, whether it is made of wood, cloth, hide, or sackcloth. Put it in water. It will be unclean till evening, and then it will be clean. If one of them falls into a clay pot, everything in it will be unclean, and you must break the pot. Any food you are allowed to eat that has come into contact with water from any such pot is unclean, and any liquid that is drunk from such a pot is unclean. Anything that one of their carcasses falls on becomes unclean. An oven or cooking pot must be broken up. They are unclean, and you are to regard them as unclean. A spring, however, or a cistern for collecting water remains clean. 
but anyone who touches one of these carcasses is unclean. If a carcass falls on any seeds that are to be planted, they remain clean. But if water has been put on the seed and a carcass falls on it, it is unclean for you. If an animal that you are allowed to eat dies, anyone who touches its carcass will be unclean till evening. Anyone who eats some of its carcass must wash their clothes and they will be unclean till evening. Anyone who picks up the carcass must wash their clothes and they will be unclean till evening. Every creature that moves about on the ground is to be regarded as unclean. It is not to be eaten. You are not to eat any creature that moves about on the ground, whether it moves on its belly or walks on all fours or on many feet. It is unclean. Do not defile yourselves by any of these creatures. Do not make yourselves unclean by means of them or be made unclean by them. I am the Lord your God. Consecrate yourselves and be holy because I am holy. Do not make yourselves unclean by any creature that moves about on the ground. I am the Lord who brought you up out of Egypt to be your God. Therefore be holy because I am holy. These are the regulations concerning animals, birds, every living thing that moves in the water, and every creature that moves about on the ground. You must distinguish between the unclean and the clean, between living creatures that may be eaten and those that may not be eaten. Say to the Israelites, a woman who becomes pregnant and gives birth to a son will be ceremonially unclean for seven days, just as she is unclean during her monthly period. On the eighth day, the boy is to be circumcised. Then the woman must wait 33 days to be purified from her bleeding. She must not touch anything sacred or go to the sanctuary until the days of her purification are over. If she gives birth to a daughter, for two weeks the woman will be unclean as during her period. Then she must wait 66 days to be purified from her bleeding. When the days of her purification for a son or daughter are over, she is to bring to the priest at the entrance to the tent of meeting a year-old lamb for a burnt offering and a young pigeon or a dove for a sin offering. He shall offer them before the Lord to make atonement for her, and then she will be ceremonially clean from her flow of blood. These are the regulations for the woman who gives birth to a boy or a girl. If she cannot afford a lamb, she is to bring two doves or two young pigeons, one for a burnt offering and the other for a sin offering. In this way, the priest will make atonement for her, and she Inspired by The Bible Experience
world has changed. People are no longer meeting and congregating as they normally would. We at Soul Food Gospel are acutely aware of the demand for well-managed online virtual events. We are launching a new division called Soul Food Gospel Events. This is a dedicated company with the sole purpose of managing your virtual events. We are taking our learning and technologies from the Soul Food Gospel shows coupled with the maturity of our platforms and for the first time ever allowing you, the public, the opportunity to host your events via our established and robust media outlets. If you have an event of any kind that you want professionally managed and hosted, please reach out to us on plus four four zero seven nine six zero two one nine three double six or email us at soulfoodoffice at gmail.com. So whether you're arranging a concert, book launch, live interviews, conferences, funerals, christenings, baby dedications, weddings, whatever your event is, if it needs to be streamed, we should be your number one choice. Welcome to Poetically Speaking, bringing you thought-provoking and inspirational poetry with your host, Jessica Mead. The inexplainable description. As you listen to my dedicated attributive inscription, in the essence of my foolish, unworthily disposition, followed by the unobstructed, full cooperative submission, is my vision to explain. The inexplicable, exegetical interpretation, but I will try to make it applicable and theoretical to every nation, the dispensational manifestation of understanding of all creation as we dissect and break down this remarkable sensation called Jesus. The genealogical, biological seed of David, the theological, psychological seed of the living God. Mount Calvary is symbolic of the ultimate price that he paid it. The valley of death is where he comforted me with this staff and his rod. He was conceived by the Holy Spirit. He's the only begotten son. He is Yahweh, Jehovah, and Yeshua in the Hebrew tongue. The sociological purpose of him coming in the form of a person is to save the very essence of all humanity and make it perfect. Before I was formed in the belly, I already had a predetermined death. Destiny. His spirit represents the very breadth of me, and he's tested me, and the power of his word has manifested me. I was already created in the spirit, and he was blessing me, and then he formed me from the dust of the earth and made the rest of me. What 
what manner of man can you find that's given sight to the blind, so gentle and kind with power, love, and a sound mind? Jesus, the Elohim, the most gracious and eternal King of kings, the reign supreme, the El Shaddai, on the cross, he died for you and I, Jesus. Listen closely to the words that are being said. He is the second one of the Trinity in the unity of the Godhead, my Alpha and Omega, my Lord and personal Savior, my Creator. I'll praise him right now because there might not be a later. Jehovah Shalom, the power of his name should never cease. The incomprehensible, invincible, sensible, everlasting Prince of Peace, Jesus. I give him all the praise, all the glory, all the honor. Heaven is the throne where he is seated at the right hand of the living Father. Jesus, how mighty, precious, and excellent is thy name. I don't care about money, riches, material goods, fortune, and fame. Jesus, the wonderful counselor, you've been so good to me. In your gracious, undying presence is where I long to be. Jehovah Shammah, he's my present help and my protection. He was bruised for my iniquities and wounded for my transgressions. Jesus, my heart, mind, and soul, it belongs to you. Please forgive me for all the sins I commit and all the wrong I do. Jesus, the one and only Messiah, he is the Christ. He's coming back for me when I spot a wrinkle to make me his wife. Oh, Jesus, the kinsman redeemer, the promise keeper, the tree of life that's in the midst of the garden, the soul of the reaper, Jehovah, rough for the healer. He's the one who heals me. He's not like a thief coming in the night to rob and steal for me. You feel me? My shield my armor, my protective shadow, my attorney, my doctor, my lawyer's never lost a battle. Jehovah Mekadesh, the Lord God of my sanctification, by submitting myself to him, he has the plan of my salvation. Jesus, the living word, the pathway, the truth, and the life, he gives me the confidence to walk by faith and not by sight. And if I put all my old things away, he will make me new. He is my Lord God of righteousness. He is Jehovah's sick to you. Jesus, he was brutally beaten. Check the bruises, the wounds, the cuts, the open gashes and contusions, the abusing, and you refusing to do the things that are right well. He died for all of our sins and it was not by his might but by his spirit the truth comes and sometimes we don't want to hear it but somewhere in the hearts and the minds have been programmed to fear it but the reality there is plurality within this unity and we're all waiting for him to come back which is soon to be Jehovah Rohi he is the one who feeds me the Lord is my shepherd he is my banner Jehovah Nisi and you see me I can go on and on and on but don't forget he woke you up this morning. Oh, Jesus, out of my mouth I say I give myself away. And in the name of Jesus, I give God the praise. Even in Espanol, alabado sea Dios. Yo te quiero mucho y te todo, te glorioso. Bendecido sea tu nombre. I said, out of my mouth I say I give myself away. And in the name of Jesus I give God the praise, even in Espanol. Alabado sea Dios. Yo te quiero mucho y te todo. Te glorioso. Bendecido sea tu nombre. Oh Jesus, all of the power of God is in his hand. So after you've done all that you possibly can, you can just stand in the sight of the one who has dominion and power over all the land. Because it's not enough words in the English language to describe this name called Jesus. Now, if you really love Jesus, give God some praise like you just lost your back.
So what are you going to do? Are you going to go and sow some? Speaking out of turn, sowing negative seeds will only end in death as a result of your deeds. Backbiting, criticizing, in your opinion, you're just surmising. Speaking out of turn when you're only generalizing. But words sown in haste are not just a waste of space. When received, it retrieves that desolate, deserted place. It's in your face now. You can even smell and taste now. But make sure you get your facts before you present your case now. They spoke the word, and when received, it was heard. But to the soil, it will spoil if your lungs you do not gird. So resist to the max those spiritual attacks and the words that are spoken just like an arrow to your back. The weapons of war is time for you to explore and what you need to do to make your calling sure is lift a shield that would seal you. The words tend to heal you. Live your life through the spirit because the lettering will kill you. Written down, it is sound and bound by the covenant New Testament that if you're lost, you will be found. Go ahead, break up that fallow ground. Sow the seed and let the anointing come down. So each and every day, you've got to watch what you say. From the heart, it will depart through your mouth to make a start. To begin with the sin and express the state you're in. To determine where you're going or you're just tracing where you've been. Now, as you think of so is he, what is spoken then will be through the words of prophecy. Open your mouth and let it be. The word from my mouth so shall it be. Like the rain that fills the sea cannot return until it be established now for his glory. Word alive. Isaiah 55, 11. It's the seed that will feed just like manna from the heaven. Man won't live by bread alone, but every word from the holy throne, spoken by God and him alone, able to divide marrow and bone and judge. Every idle word that you speak, your critique for this week, what you say for today, it'll never go away, eternal records that will play. To be heard on judgment day when they replay the words you say. So encourage, don't discourage. So a seed that will bring knowledge, that will strengthen and uplift the gift given to you so you can shift from negative to positive, from things that are derogative and unsupportive. A word sowed in wisdom brings in knowledge. Now life and death is on your tongue. So what are you going to do? Are you going to go and sow some? Speaking out of turn, sowing negative seeds will only end in death as a result of your deeds. Hope you enjoyed this week's selection still on the theme the power of words and i'm really loving showing the different unique styles of different poets here on poetically speaking first we had the exegesis of jesus by rhetoric poet gf soldier followed by 
Chris Joseph, aka Crispy, with Life and Death is on the Tongue. Please, please keep sending your poetry in. I'm enjoying poetically speaking and sharing these poems with you. It's Jessica. Until the next time, be inspired. The Soul Food Show, Record of the Week.
and get myself organized. I was just uh, having a quick conversation with Mr. Alistair V. Um, so, yeah, so uh, really great poems there. We're running the same poetically speaking that we ran last week. I think that one's uh, such a powerful one, man. Um, and if you are out there, right, and you are poetically inclined, there's a lot of people out there that do write and they do recite their own poetry and spoken word. So I'd love for you, you know, I'd really love you to. I really want to get these coming in quite thick and fast now for 2021. So please email. You can either email directly to Elder Jessica, right? Info at ChristianPoets.co.uk. Or you can WhatsApp me plus four four seven nine six zero two one nine three double six with your your message, but it's got to be the audio version. So you can just take your phone, just record it, right, and then send it on to me if that's quicker, and then I will forward it on to Elder Jessica. Make sure you put your name and all your details as well, um, how to contact you, and then Elder Jessica is going to give you a call and uh, probably incorporate you. Imagine you being in poetically speaking, right? Uh, thank you so much indeed, people that uh, give me a shout out for the. Uh, for the events company that we're now running at soul food gospel we'd uh, given it a lot of thought and um we, we we kind of feel especially in this environment i get a lot more questions about being able to do things and hosting events so we want to kind of like make sure that we can roll that out so if you're, you are having events the technical heavy lifting that sometimes gets in the way of the events we are more than able to be able to manage that here um, which means that you can concentrate maybe more on on the content that needs to go into your online thing and it could be absolutely anything you could be wanting to host a conference you might want to do online interviews um, it could be weddings it could be funerals um, you know what we're looking at is we're really looking to offer an end-to-end -end solution um, uh, not just virtually as well there's some physical elements as well that we can add into stuff as well um, obviously obeying all the rules to make sure that uh, everybody is safe and everybody is okay so uh, if you are interested reach out to me soulfoodoffice at gmail.com will uh, you'll be able to uh, register well, let me know if you've got an event and then we can discuss and uh, work out what package works works best for you. And of course, you can hit me on that also secret WhatsApp number plus four four seven nine six zero two one nine three double six. But I want to get back to uh, the worship this morning because uh, we had a lovely time. Some really great uh, tracks. Panchende, we had one from a go-go. It was her birthday. Uh, my brother, Mr. Joshua Tosh as well. So I want to continue that vein of great worship hey guys Cosi bruno here your songwriter and producer you're locked in the soul food show with the classy coolest one and only dj val stay plugged in one heart blind 
name's Alicia Warren, and I just love listening to DJ Bao on the Soul Food Show right now. Please don't touch that dial. I give you praise 
yours. Just have your way. Come on, help me. You, 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 you sing that prayer. Lord, I give you my heart. Give you my soul. Give you my soul, Lord, yeah. I live for you alone. I live for you alone. Every breath. Every breath that Every I moment take. I'm awake. Every moment I'm awake. Lord, have your way in me. Lord, have your way. Lord, I give you my heart. Lord, I give you my heart. Give you my soul. me life Lord you won't run dry oh no you won't like a mystery you keep on revealing yourself I'm humbled I can see your wonder can feel your fullness my mind can never fathom everything that you show me but I see your wonder, can taste of your fullness. I've realized that in Jesus, I found the perfect love. Cause the world will try to take my mind Don't wanna lose my awe of you, my God mm. Lord, I don't wanna lose my wonder I wanna feel your fullness My mind could never fathom everything that you show me but I see your wonder, can taste of your fullness. Yes, I've realized that in Jesus, I found the perfect love. Yes, I found the perfect love 
first When I was still at my worst And I don't need to perform But respond with the way I live I'll respond with the way gift that I could choose is eternity right here with you and this is soul food gospel the home for great Christianity Surely 
Listening to the Smooth Groove Gospel Soul Food Station with your host, DJ Val. Hey, this is Cheval Franklin from Kingston, Jamaica, and it's time for worship with DJ Val on the Soul Food Gospel Show. Save me. 
That wasn't to scare you, actually. <laughs> Mr. Alistair V's on the line. That was going to be his uh, background music, actually, while he comes on. So I thought I'd up the beat and up the pace. <laughs> Good morning, Mr. Alistair V. Are you there, son? Yes, I am. Hi, good morning. How are you, boy? You all right? I'm fine, thank you. Good. Hold on. Let's not have that too loud. Okay, so how have you been this week? It's been a, a pretty uh, intense week for you, isn't it? Mm, yeah. Yeah? A, a bit. A bit. Okay. All right. And what made it intense? Um, school work, but... Okay, so I was just looking for your graphic actually. Um, anything else? Um, nothing really. I think it was just add one piece of schoolwork. Okay, I thought you would have said granddad's funeral as well. Oh, did it? <laughs> Obviously not, then, eh? <laughs> yes, and that. And that too. Oh, okay, all right. Well, not to put words in your mouth, but you young people handle things a lot differently from uh, from some of us old folks, don't you? <laughs> mm, they don't laugh too much. <laughs> All right, going over to you, we want to make sure that you have ample time for you to uh, discuss your points this morning. Uh, usual, please introduce yourself and then um, it's over to you. Okay. Um, my name is Alice V, which is short for um, Alice Valentine which is also short for Alistair Valentine Sadiomi, which is also short for many other middle names. Yes, indeed. And one of those middle names is the same name as your granddad, Amua. Yeah. Mm, I didn't know that until I was uh, digging through some stuff, actually. And then I saw your passport and I thought, oh, he's got his granddad's name as well. Oh, mm. the legacy shall live on. There you go. All right, over to you. What What's on your mind today, young man? Um... Well, I have uh, two things to talk about. Okay. Um, one of them is about um, Jeff Bezos uh, and, well, 
the former executive chief of uh, Amazon now. Oh, okay. Former. Oh, interesting. Okay. Um, so this is from The Guardian and it says, Jeff Bezos uh, to resign as chief executive of Amazon. Um, Jeff Bezos, who founded the company in 1994, will step down after the company recorded 100 um, billion in sales um, for the last uh, three months of 2020. Jeff Bezos, a billionaire, um, founder of Amazon, will step down as executive chief. Um, the company announced on Tuesday. Bezos, who will remain executive chair, will hand down the reins to Andy Jaffe, um, executive, sorry, chief executive of Amazon Web Services. Um, the company's fast-growing cloud uh, computing business. Um, the surprise news came as Amazon released its financial results. Few companies that have, that have thrived uh, like Amazon during the coronavirus pandemic and in the last three months of the year, the company recorded sales of more than a hundred billion dollars for the last, sorry, for the first time. I'm just shaking my head in disbelief. Oh, okay. No, 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 no not that you're saying anything that's wrong, but like um, Auntie Hazel just put like, wow, a hundred billion. A hundred billion, a billion would be a lot of money. Any company that could record a billion dollars, right? Would, you know, you turn around and you go like, yeah, well, a billion dollars, that's, you know, that's a hundred billion dollars. Mm-hmm. Wow. All right, go on. I'm just lost there, but carry on. <laughs> okay. And then it says Bezos, uh, that is, 57 years old, founded Amazon in 1994 and built in, built it into the largest companies in the world, amassing a fortune of um, $185 billion, um, which started as an online, sorry, Amazon, which started as an online bookseller, is now a dominant force in cloud computing, groceries, electronics, and entertainment, and employs more than 1.1 million people. Um, Amazon is what it is because of um, invention. Bezos says, if you do it right a few years after a surprising invention, the new thing has become a normal. People yawn that that yawn is the greatest compliment an inventor can receive when you look at your financial results. Um, what you're actually seeing on the long run could come to me never sorry um I don't even know how to say that word um a long run commun- continuity no it's C-U-M-U-A T-I-V-E C-U-M U U L L A T I V A T cumulatively. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Cumulative yeah, yeah. results of invention. Right now, I see Amazon at its most um, inventive ever, making an optimal time for this transition. 
Bezos has stepped uh, from Amazon from the day-to-day uh, running of Amazon in the recent years to pay more attention to his other interests, including space exploration and the ownership of the Washington Post. But his departure as chief executive was unexpected. Hmm. Well, I mean, th- 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 there's a couple of good points there. First of all, I think the fact that he is leaving, um, you know, a lot of people don't want to leave when they when they uh, head companies. They're, they're ready to go into the grave before, you know, they're ready to die. And then when they die, they're ready to pass it on. So, you know, I guess it, it, it's kind of good that he has a, he's kind of like left um, to, you know, pass on the legacy and, you know, I think there's two things that that number is just an insane amount of money. Even if they stopped making money and the company wound up, you know, they just said, well, let's just continue to record that every year as our profits, as a, that's a lifetime achievement of most businesses wouldn't even get anywhere near that. You know, that, that, that is just a phenomenal amount of money. But I think the foresight in order for him to be able to, decide that this is a good point for him to hand over the reins just shows a completely different mindset from a lot of things that you see that are that are going on around so let's take for example let's bring it over here so let's look at you know what we do do here at soul food gospel so you know at, at some point you know i you know i'm, I'm not going to be able to be I, I'm not going to be on the cutting face of things. I'm not going to be as energetic. I'm not going to be this. So, you know, at some point, whether you take up that mantle or somebody else takes on that mantle, but it's important to be able to move on to allow somebody else to almost carry that vision and be able to take it through, if that, if that makes sense. And I think one yeah. of the worst things that can happen will be somebody that's in a position that should have gone, but they're refusing to go because they're holding on to it for way too long. So... Yeah, I think good on him. I mean, I don't think they're going to top 100 billion profit-wise. So that's also a bit of a challenge to the next person that comes in, if you get what I mean. Because mm. if you leave on, on that high, then the next person, they're, they're always going to have that number to try and beat. Mm. You know, so if next year, even if they do 99.9 billion, it'd be, ah, oh, you didn't do as much as you know <laughs> so yeah um that, that that's a bit of a bit of a challenge but it kind of reminds me when uh, tim cook took over apple everybody said oh well steve jobs was the man tim cook ain't gonna do nothing it's gonna be problems and and it, although you know when tim cook took over i think it was when steve jobs had already passed away right although he was yeah he was managing the day-to-day stuff but you know but um you know you just never know what people have and what they can bring to the table. So, um, yeah, it's a beautiful story. Good story. Very good story. What are your thoughts on it? Um, I find it interesting. Mm. But um, I guess... I, it, it, it's interesting to see how they, um, you know, how he just chose to um, leave now. Mm. But I don't, I don't know if... I think it's good and it's um, interesting that you know he chose now and a lot of people in his place would want to you know stay on for longer and yeah and, yeah 
So I guess I don't know. You probably there's probably more to this. Um, yeah. Thing because him just resigning as executive, he's still on the. Um, he's, he still remains executive chair, so. Mm. So he's still he's still there, but he's yeah. not. Yeah. As there as he was before, but. Yeah. But so I mean, with with companies like these, these transitions are are planned. Unless it was a surprise to everybody, and and this not even his successor knew that that was mm. happening. But normally, these kind of um, moves tend to be planned, and uh, you know you, you begin to work towards doing that rather than you just turn up one day and I say, you know, you come. Imagine you come on the show in the, in the morning, and I go. Yeah, Alistair, so right, I'm finished now. So, uh, yeah, for, you know, the <laughs> the late lunch show, the original show, you know, that's all yours, including the breakfast show. Adios, I'm off to go and sit down on the beach somewhere. I, I've fulfilled my role. You'll be looking like, what? You know, so I think these things tend to be a little bit more planned. Um, and maybe he had a, maybe he had that number in his mind. So maybe he said, if I hit 100 billion... Then I'm mm. gonna step out of the way. Maybe, yeah. yeah. Um, you know, once his dream, of, you know, once you've achieved your dream, what is mm. the point of you staying on there if you've achieved what you want to achieve? He's got, you know, he's got more money than he will ever spend in his whole lifetime. So you know, he could quite rightly walk away and you know allow somebody else to come in. Although I am a little bit worried about the fact that he's still kind of there. So it's almost like, you know, you've got someone still looking over your shoulder, almost. Um, mm. But I don't know. I don't know. I, 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 I've, I've done some transition things um, at work when I worked in Pret. And to be honest, when, um, when I worked there, the young lady who was taking over from me when I was working in the shop, she was pretty much running the shop before I left. So mm. when I said I was going off to go, kind of like, you know, go do, do the whole e-commerce thing, she was already in a position whereby it wasn't a big step change for her to say, oh, I'm, you know, oh, he's now left it to me. I, I'd done my best to make sure that I'd removed myself more and more. Maybe that's what's happened with, with Jeff. He's been seen as the head, but maybe it isn't really this guy that's been really running things a little bit more under the, uh, you know, under, under the radar. And uh, now, he, yeah, so uh, it was very good, very, very good. But good story, actually, about succession. That's really important coming from a young person, isn't it? Mm-hmm. So let me know when you need me to step out of the way so that you can, you know. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, dear, don't worry, man. I'm praying for you to be my <laughs> Even if I have to put it in my will that you have to run the soul food show. <laughs> oh, dear. All right, cool. Go on. What's your What's your next uh, topic? Or have you got anything else on that? Or shall we read some of the comments? Actually, uh, you can read some of the comments. All right. So, um, Auntie Fifi was on. She said, "Very smart." Auntie Hazel said, uh, "That's quite an achievement." Uh, Auntie Fifi said again, "Good business should be run without you." So it's kind of like echoing what I'm saying. Yeah. Um, uh, Auntie Hazel says we need to know when to step down and to share our knowledge, making room for the younger generation. So uh, that that's quite a big, um, yeah, that's quite yeah, 
Yeah. I'm thinking, because you know, in the old days, you know, in in the olden days, back when we was growing up, in the olden days, <laughs> you know, all the businesses were something and sons. Even if it was mm. your daughter that was in it, it was just given that, you know, it wasn't a problem. But, you know, so there was already that idea that, you know, somebody was grooming you to take over the business, you know, but mm. I find a lot of businesses, it's not really. Anyway, that's another story. Yeah. Uh, I'm I'm just saying, the Bible even says a wise man, a wise man leaves an inheritance for his children's children, so that means that you leave some kind of legacy that perpetuates throughout your generation. So, um, yeah, cool. Anyway, go on. If you, if you're done with that one, we can move into your next topic. Okay. Oh, actually, does anybody? Uh, well, let's ask if anybody's got any questions. Anybody's got any questions? Please put them in the chat, um, so that we can see. It. Alternatively, you might be able to hit me on the. Uh, Oh, so secret as well. Uh, plus four, four, seven, nine, six, oh, two, one, nine, three, double, six. All right. Over to you, son. Sorry. Um, so the next um, thing I want to talk about is um, a, a very reoccurring person on the Sophie show. <laughs> and, and not for good reason. Oh, dear. But still reoccurring. Oh, not your friend. Which one is it? Your, 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 your what's that? Poor is it? Dominic Cummins always gets a bashing yeah. from you. <laughs> Go on then. So, who is it? Uh, yeah, it's Dominic Cummings. Um, yeah. This is from the Metro, and it says um, Dominic Cummings will not be prosecuted over um, lockdown trips as police reject claims. Um, Dominic Cummings will not be prosecuted over his lockdown trip that um, spurred national outrage. Durham Police has rejected a 225-page dossier alleging that the Prime Minister's former key advisor um, perverted the course of justice in his account of uh, the journey. The force will be uh, taking no further action after spending more than three months considering these allegations. Um, however, the former chief prosecutor for the North um, for the Northwest, Nazir Afzal, um, has vowed to um, continue his legal battle, warning nobody is above the law. <laughs> three months they've worked out. <clears throat> Excuse me. It took them three months to work out what we had already said before, I think, in the other shows, that there were, nothing was going to come of it. We all knew that nothing would come yeah. of it. Uh -huh. Three months. I wonder how much money that costs. Because, you, know, they, they, you know, when they do these things, they normally say, like, oh, you know, that investigation cost. So, so you know, mm. that, that, that's a whole team of people working three months solid you know, a, yeah. a, a quarter of the year of, of people's salaries, you know, even if it's that one guy, right? A, qu a quarter of the year of his salary, you know, was spent on pursuing something that everybody knew wouldn't really go anywhere. It just looked like it was a a bit of a, a tick box exercise, really, just to say, well, we, we, we kind of chased him, but we knew we wouldn't do anything with him. Mm. Wow. Okay. And some other people um, have lost their jobs. So, sorry, go on. Yeah. And then um, Nazir Afzal says, um, I have spent a lifetime prosecuting cases without fear or favour. We are nothing without the rule of law and it applies to everybody. Uh, sorry, 
and the law applies to everybody or to nobody. Um, when I learned that one of the architects of the rule, sorry, of the rules that we have rightly had to comply with in order to keep each other safe, rode a coach and horse through them and sorry, rode a, um, a coach and horse through them mm. that his political markers decided to put a ring of steel around him. I had no choice but to take this further. Wow. I like that term, ring of steel. Yeah. yeah I like that term, ring of steel. But, you, you know... <laughs> Though you know it, that that story is is a lot more than what you think, right? So mm-hmm. I wonder if this uh, what's his name, Nazir, um, Afzal. Yeah, I wonder whether or not he's actually um uh, a Labour supporter, or or that borough, or or whichever you know constabulary was trying to um, prosecute him are actually Labour controlled. Because th- that might be kind of like a little bit of political motivation in order for, you know, let's try and, you know, score points by uh, taking Dominic Cummings out. Um, you know, so y- 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 you get what I'm saying, that they'd be a little bit more motivated to prosecute. For example, maybe if it was a conservative um, county or borough, or I-, I don't know what the de- designation is, you know, they might have been a little bit more like, oh, no, we kill the story. Let's not really make too much out of it but uh yeah <laughs> it does make you laugh sometimes though but uh yeah the very people that make the rules d- decide to really break them which makes you wonder why you know if everybody in the uk did exactly what he did all right um i, I mean exactly they they all did exactly what he did you could imagine the amount of chaos that would be you know unleashed in in the uk if we all decided to drive up to a place and do this and do exa- you know everything that he did and saying well if mm. he did it um then you know we, we we should be exempt and 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 that's what the rule of law has as as um as proven now because they've got a uh, an example and that example is if he's done it then someone else is gonna say well you know dominic cummings did it so i reckon i'm kind of cool to get away with it too Oh my god. Mm. Interesting. Very, very interesting. You got anything else? Uh yeah. I mm. I was just looking um because you said that he might be a Labour supporter and I think he is actually. Oh well see, there you go. See. There's a lot of uh, political motivation sometimes in these uh in in a lot of these decisions that you see things that happen and you think, Oh, where are they they're really fighting for you. They're not. They're just trying to score points for their uh their political party or for what they believe and what they stand in uh, and what they stand for as well so uh yeah one has to be you know you have to be careful who, who's fighting for you you know that very same person that's on your side all of a sudden you know <laughs> when the time is right <laughs> they will turn on you you know so uh yeah cool all right well what, what else has been happening in your world um, wait sorry i am just trying to Make sure I am correct. That's all. Oh, okay. I don't think he's a Labour supporter. So he's not. He's he not. He was making a joke. He was making a joke. Oh, okay. He, he's not. Maybe secretly he is, you know. Like, you know, it's double bluff. I'm not a Labour supporter, but really I am. <laughs> 
<laughs> or did he say or did he do this I'm not a Labour supporter and then he winked <laughs> okay I just wanted to read uh, more from it and it says uh, all the research tells us that this one act diminished sorry diminished public confidence uh, in lockdown a letter from the police to Abdal's lawyers made no findings on Mr. Cummings' decision to travel uh, from Durham to London. He may have uh, reached lockdown by travelling to Barnard Castle on April the 12th, but uh, no action was taken. Um, the top the top um, aide was accused of travelling to um, Durham for the second time after being seen in the area on April 19th, but police say that there is insufficient evidence to prove this. Uh, Mr. Afsar has claimed that Mr. Cummings' uh, comments in Downing Street Rose Garden had affected the court of justice. Um, in a letter to Afsar's lawyers, uh, Durham Deputy Chief Constable Dave Orford said, we have to consider all of the material that has been provided. Um, however, it does not change our decision for the out. Sorry, from the outlined in our press release dated uh, the 28th of May, in respect of Mr. Cummings, and we take a similar view in relation to his wife Mary Wakefield. His wife's name is Mary Wakefield. Yeah. And his name is Dominic Cummings. Yeah. Hmm. That's another question. Well, that could be another show. Actually, I I, I often find <laughs> that <laughs> I find that quite amazing. That uh, I don't know—is she an actress or something? I, I mean, I'm asking you a question. Like I, you, you would know we, that that wasn't p- part of the plan for today. But I'm just wondering why she's going under a completely different name, and she's married to him. You know. Hmm. Yeah. Anyway, so yeah, I, well, well, you know, if you make a law, I suppose the the argument is you should live by what you stand, and it's the same for us as believers. What's the point of of, of us, you know, saying things um, and and saying we're standing up for righteousness and holiness, and then the next thing at the first opportunity, you know, you're caught up in some unnecessary scandal or something happens or you know you you say something that you shouldn't have really said and don't get me wrong we're all human beings but i think there are some people that really um you know they don't live by the morals about or by the standards that they want people to see so they have like a persona that they you see and them behind you know a lot of celebrities are like that as well you know you see them and you think oh they're all right and then behind they're there's horrible people um you know people said that about steve jobs as well you know i i, I read his autobiography and um despite you know he come out and he was really charismatic and you know in front of people and everybody said, oh steve 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 he was horrible to the people he worked with horrible to his wife horrible to his daughter horrible to everybody that was around him you know so uh, i guess you know you should practice what you preach. I think Dominic Cummins and Mary Wakefield or whatever your name is, my dear. You know. I think I think it's because she's a um I, I searched her up it's uh, she's a journalist, I think that's why. 
Oh, okay. So she's still sticking to her, her name. I think it's just for the fact of, you know, um, like in situations like this, she doesn't want to be, well, she's going to be associated with him, but you know, it's not obvious. It's not like you, you're like, you see uh. a news article about, um, I don't know, something in favor of Dominic Cummings and it says Mary Cummings and then you start to think, is that, you His know, wife. is it just because, yeah. Okay, Auntie Louisa put up there. Good morning, uh, Miss Louisa. She says, actually, it seems Mary Wakefield is a journalist and a columnist, as you said. Uh, so she might have kept the maiden name for professional purposes. Mm. Mm. I suppose. Yeah, <laughs> I, I suppose you could do that, right? Yeah. <laughs> she said she came out of hiding. She was on, so your, <laughs> the conversation drew her out. But uh, I guess that's, that, that's another thing you know I, I often find that quite amazing okay so i know you weren't planning to talk about this and we, we just got a little bit of time and maybe you have an opinion maybe you don't have an opinion alistair due to your age uh -huh. so i did but i find it quite strange when um and please don't shoot me down when it would seem as if some married women don't want to give up their their single name that they just really want to hold on to it um and really not take the man's name i know in some cultures it's a little bit different um but you know or they try to double barrel it so that they still keep it in there whereas you know you just you know you got married just leave your maiden name behind and you know carry on with your with your new name or, or some don't change so i know some that don't want to change the name at all until you get married, I'm still going to have my maiden name. So, I don't know how that works. But anyway, anybody got any comments on that, please let me know. <laughs> uh, any of the ladies out there, would you... So, we throw it out there to you. When you get married, um, you know, would you still want to keep your maiden name? Um, would you uh, Would you want to double barrel it? There you go. That's a good question. Or would you be happy just to say, you know what, I've, I've you know, I've, I'm a married man. I'm sorry, married man. I'm a married woman. Or, or, um, or, or, or is is there any man out there that would want to take on his wife's maiden name? Maybe I don't know. You know, in in some cultures, it's 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 the 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 woman's line that is more. I don't know how to explain this really well because I, I I didn't plan to talk about this, but it, it's like the woman's the, the you know the woman's family is like the almost like the family of succession, so they tend to be more not not more not more in control, but like things pass through that way and not necessarily through the man. If that makes sense, I don't know if I'm making sense. Yeah, but uh, yeah, you know, if you're out there and uh, you're you know. <laughs> <laughs> He's a, yeah be happy to take on the uh, yeah, i'll be happy to take on my, my my wife's maiden name no way jose that's not happening i'm telling you it's just not on <laughs> what about, yeah, all right so think you know a few years well maybe quite maybe a bit longer than that down the line and your wife goes yeah okay we'll get married but i'm keeping my maiden name or i'm you need to take my maiden name what would you how would you feel about that uh okay um Keeping the, I don't know, it depends. Like, obviously, like, the whole thing, like, when you get married, like, one of the parts is, you know, you take your husband's name. And yeah. I guess maybe in the, you know, world that we currently live in, that's not, you know, for some people in their best interest. 
But then, like, some other people just want to um, maybe, like, break you said, double barrel it, which isn't a problem because, you know, you do take on your husband's name. You just keep your other name. Mm. And then, and then with, I don't know, taking your wife's um, maiden name. I don't know. I don't think it's. I don't, I've never heard it been done before, so it might be, you know, one of those things that it's a bit of an odd thing at first, but I don't know. It's, it's people's choice, really, when it comes. You can't, yeah. you can't, yeah, you can't just be like, oh, you don't, you don't want to change your name. Why not? <laughs> <laughs> but you, so I'm thinking that, and I might be wrong, right? But it's just it's, we're just shooting the breeze this morning, and it just came up, and it, it is an interesting thing. So somebody said before I say my bit on it as well, you know, um, Auntie Lisa said it, it could be because of taxes. Um, let me put that up on the screen so other people can see it. And then Auntie Hazel said could be a relationship issue. Red flag, <laughs> keeping the maiden name if you think there that there will be problems for later. <laughs> <laughs> So, <laughs> so if, if anything goes wrong, you can just roll back straight away. Like, okay, no, no problem. I love that. You know, <laughs> I, I don't know. If she meant it to be humorous, but uh, I find that quite funny. Um, uh, she said also could be for inheritance reasons as well. Auntie Hazel said that. Uh, Uncle oh, Ola was just laughing. Uh, uh, Auntie Laleen said some like the idea of having a double barrel name. Mm. Uh, Auntie Vivi said, "According to God's word, you should take on your take on your husband's name, which which is true. So, uh, you know, uh, so the double barrel thing, uh, you know, you, you, you don't need it. Do you get what I mean? Yeah, it, it, it's just choice. But yeah, you know, it, it, but, it's a choice. Sorry, go on. But it's also like, well, like." Um, it, 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 it's choice but it's also like in the uh, Bible it, you're not incorrect for doing it but you know a lot of people think it's, you should just you know take your husband's name and mm-hmm. you know his name alone yeah, yeah because you know that's kind of the way that it, it, it's been really you take your husband's yeah. name you know and that's why it's called the maiden name your maiden name you know, I, I, um, you know, like, um, like, you, you know, me and your mum, when, we when we were married, you know, she left, that was her maiden name, you know, and she took on my name. Do, do you get what I mean? And the same with like grandma and granddad, you know, you, 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 so people know who you are because we, there's a thing that they do. They say, oh, if, if they mention your name like with 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 grandma they will say knee benson which refers to the fact that she was formerly benson beforehand so that yeah. name is, is is never lost if you want to refer to yourself that way around um but you know the idea that you now want to incorporate that and make that into your legally married name i don't know maybe maybe somebody out there with any spiritual understanding might say well maybe there's a spiritual significance because the bible speaks about leaving and cleaving so it's that you leave those things and then you cleave to your husband and holding on to that name for me is like 
you know, you, you, you're still... You know, I'm a guy, so from a guy's point of view, it's completely different than some women out there. So no, no, that's how it's supposed to be. You know, I want to hold on to my hold on to my name. So all right, let, let's just ask the straight question. Anybody out there, right? Anybody on the stream today, all right? If you're single, um, and you were to get married, would you still want your husband to, or, or would you still want to keep your maiden name as part of your married name? Let me know. Simple yes or no. That way we'll find out. Auntie Louisa says there are traditional views uh, and then there are the views which which may have many factors influencing. You've got medical doctors who keep their maiden names. Okay. I didn't know medical doctors keep, keep their maiden names. So, I don't know. I, did you know that? I didn't know. No, I didn't. No, I, I thought they got... I don't think that, well, correct me if I'm wrong. I don't know. Most Nigerian female doctors, they have their husband's name somewhere in uh, in the mix. But, you know, do let me know if, if you are some, maybe you are on here and you're married. Maybe you're behind the privacy glass and we don't know that you're there or you've been married before. That can also happen as well. Um, and you insisted that there's no way you're going to give up your maiden name. It has to be part of your, uh, part of your, um, you know part of your your married uh part of your married name so yeah uh she says yep some who get their degrees before getting married not all of them yeah okay so it seems to be a bit of a thing like for some and not for some i i completely get it uh auntie fifi says in some cultures it's important to have the boy in the family to carry on the family name which is very very true um but I, I, I don't know. This thing, I'm, I'm not convinced that that's the right way to go for you to hold on to your your maiden name, and and try to incorporate that in your in your married name. You know, so that's my view. So I've I've put where I stand. All of you need to put where you stand. Okay, what's your point of view? Okay, I need a definite yes or no from you, Mister Alistair V. What do you think at fifteen? <laughs> Wait, ask the question again. So, do you think when you when you get married, a woman mm -hmm. should bring her maiden name and uh, like hyphenate it as part of her married name? Um, I don't. It's, it's I'm yet, like half no, you got to be yes or no, man. There's no, there's no half stepping, man. So you can be politically correct because you're on camera. This is the soul food show, man. We need to know where you stand. Well, there's always different reasons why, like for instance, inheritance. No, so, you're you're reading the comments on the screen. No, inheritance I don't, don't even have. have oh, okay, all right. Inheritance is is not a reason for you. Legal legal documents. All right, if, there there is always a paper trail. So if you get married, there is something called a marriage certificate that says what your maiden name was. And it also says what your married name is. So there's no reason for anybody, for any legal reason for them to keep their their um, their their maiden name. So I'll ask you again. What's your view? <laughs> Come I'm on. I'm not bothered. You're not bothered? I'm okay. Well, obviously, I would like the... Um, the um, the woman to take my um name because you know that that's what i would hope she would do 
But if he hibernates it, I don't think... It, it, at least you took my name. Some people wouldn't, so... Mm, okay. That's... At least let me be thankful for what... <laughs> for, for, for what you're given. Okay. Yeah. That's a, that's a, well, I suppose that's a, that's a good standpoint to have. Auntie Hazel said, I would like to take on his name. In my case, I've got a book in the maiden name. Where does that lead me? Well, it's exactly the same thing. So, you know, if anybody said, oh, you know, Hazel Ann Pariag, and then you got married to, I don't know, Jeff Johnson. So it was Hazel Ann Johnson. Um, then people would know that, you know, that, you, you know, there's always legal document. Even when you put it on Facebook, people put there that, you know, formally something so that there's you know if you're searching for them you can still find them but in terms of legal documentation they always go with the um not always sorry people people tend to go with the uh with the um with the thing so auntie louisa said the generation who always asks why oh okay yeah so uh, she's just laughing at how diplomatic you are with your answers being very camera ready so well done we'll drill this out a little bit later on because i'm interested to know why it seems not to bother you as well so i mean it doesn't bother me per se but i'm just wondering why why would a woman push that as an issue that that's what i'm trying to understand why no i don't think i don't think pushing it well pushing an issue would be questionable but i don't if it's something i don't know if it if it's something like oh I, I want to keep it and you know there's mm. I don't know either you have like a reason that except that isn't like oh because I want to or mm. like oh this and this and for other reasons then I, I could understand it but if it's something like oh because I want to then you but there is a, I've, I've heard that some people say oh I, I just want it in there you know it's, it's my dad I just want it in there Okay, so Uncle Ola put up a really good point since 96. He said, uh, the name represents something, but we live in a world that a good name opens doors. So it could well be, for example, yeah. by you having, um, you know, I don't know if, if depending on what, what your circumstance is, having that in there would allow, if somebody saw your name, they would say, oh, yeah. you're part of so-and-so family. Oh, mm -hmm. okay, so... We, we you know we, we we have a long-standing thing with them but you know um i i i get it um yeah i i, I do get it but I, I also wonder in in some instances i know and again you can shoot me down because you know it's a soul food show my rep you know what i say does not represent soul food gospel i am speaking of myself i'm not representing anything at all but i think sometimes it seems to be a bit of a vanity thing that one, it kind of looks good if you have a double barrel name, and and sometimes it's just, it, it there there is no good reason, you know. If I said right, let me have a good reason why your your name needs to be part of that double barreled thing, you know. Why is my name not good enough by itself? Because mm. I guess that's kind of the way the way I look at it. So, so you married me, but my name isn't good enough. You still need to take that name that you've had from when you were born and then bring it into our relationship when you don't need it anymore you know you're under my covering you're under everything that i do so you know mm. Mm. I, mm, I don't know no yeah so it's, 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 a, it's an interesting point 
actually and it's just it's funny how we ended up there today but uh auntie louisa says yes i agree pushing it as an issue is an issue however my view is traditionally you adopt uh the new name because it's a new chapter but if it really comes down to the the opinion and decision it really comes down to the opinion and decision of the couple which you know i don't know if you could actually get put a different name down when you're married like you know just say well now we're married we actually both want to change our names to something else um you know but you're right i i i feel and uh, i don't have any um you know I, I don't have anything to really back me up on this but I, I really think there's a there's a reason why you you know you take on the man's name um and you are leaving that single life behind um and you know everything that that happened behind because yeah actually quite rightly said you're starting a new chapter with that person so um going in as as mrs something other i mean i let's okay let me cleverly link it right to what you just mentioned before so if mr jeff bezos right was single right he is he is single okay and with his hundreds of billions of dollars right mm-hmm. and then you know he, 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 you're gonna get married you go oh no jeff i'm not gonna marry you you gotta put my my you know my my maiden name in 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 the thing you know what i mean i bet you most women probably wouldn't even think about asking that question they'd just be like yeah besos surname i'm in you know <laughs> oh dear never mind Oh, these things. Uh, so, Auntie Louisa says something else. She says, "Lo, I'm sure with a, with good research, some celebrities have uh, may have got married and introduced a new name." Yeah, I. The world is a funny place. I'm sure someone's going to decide. You know, that maybe they just feel that they get married and they just make up a whole new name for both of them. You know, I, I, I definitely wouldn't uh, agree with that personally but you know these things do happen right um yeah let's read some more comments There's a lot of comments coming in this morning uh auntie hazel says uh, we should be happy and much committed enough to take on the husband's name after all we both uh leaved and cleaved uh, and we are now one so that that's a bit more of a biblical perspective that's kind of like where, what i'm thinking running in, yeah. in you know in my head um auntie fifi said you should cleave um and the details are very important okay so yeah i i think you know i mean as i said i'm I'm not an expert in these matters far from it but it's just really interesting that you know because I, I, I that's what i was going to say so you know sometimes some some um some people that write books they have pseudo names yeah as well so they use a, a different name to to you know to write a book so i you know I, I i get that and i think it sometimes they they felt that if they wrote it as a as a as a woman it wouldn't get as much which is wrong i wouldn't get as much traction in the world than if they used a, a man's name to write the book which I, I completely get um and then you know if you you know maybe you do have a a, a professional name that is out there you know that everybody knows that as a professional name um and you're thinking just okay yeah so you know then for me i think adding it to your your married name is different from you maintaining that as your stage name 
or your your mm. online presence or however you want to do it but you know all your legal documentation quite clearly states that you are mrs you know mrs bessos if it's mrs bessos you know but mm. you might be out there and say okay my name is cali francis and everybody knows cali francis and you know you've got a whole thing going on around your, your maiden thing but you know if, if you don't really have that much on there and it's you're thinking, you know, oh, well, it's about my dad, and it's about this, and it's about that, and it's, ab- it's about up, it's about down. Then, I don't know, I don't know. I'm I, As I said, please, nobody hate me. I'm just, we're just talking about something <laughs> he said. Um, you know, don't start, you know, sending uh, emails into the office so that the, uh, the office people can, you know, try and pull me over the coals. There's nobody going to pull me over any coals at all. It's just my opinion. And um, that's it was just weird that, you know, it just came up. But, yeah, thank you so much, um, Alistair V, as always, for uh, bringing up something titillating. You're welcome. Mm-hmm. All right. So do you want to do your uh, highs and um, hellos? And then, yeah, I'm going to let you go. Then I've got to do the salvation call and uh, this show will be kind of wrapped up. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I'll give... A shout out to my um, mum. I give a shout out to my sister Christine. Mm. I give a shout out to my um, my cousins uh, Malika, Matilda, Michaela, and Ella. I give a shout out to my aunts, Auntie Jenny, Auntie Chichi, and Auntie P. I give a shout out to um, my other cousins, Elijah and Elise. I give a shout out to my aunts on my dad's side, Auntie Olivia. Auntie Sonia and Auntie Elizabeth. I give a shout out um, to my cousins at Nathan, Faith, Joshua, and um, Kiara and Sean. I'll give a shout out to um, my grandparents in Nigeria. Give a shout out to my grandparents in the UK. And um, I'll give a shout out to my um, niece, uh, Lanaya, my nephew, um, Inisha, and uh, my sister, Cheryl. Oh, there you go. Well done. You do that all from memory, don't you? Yeah. yeah, I thought so. Well done. Well, another fantastic uh, young person's point of view. Um, so you go off and uh, go and relax for the rest of the day. Probably catch up with you a little bit later on. Okay. All right. Thanks so much indeed. Say hi to your mum for me as well. I will. All right, son. Take care. Bye. 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 So there you go. Very interesting, uh, very interesting uh, vein of thought there. So as always, Mr. Alistair V always finds somehow some way to get us engaged on a on a whole different level, man. But it is worth thinking about, right? When you when you see these things kind of happen, right? Why, 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 why? Because you know what? Somebody said, somebody said something. Oh, that that I think it was um, my brother Ola said. You know, maybe that name could open doors. So, are you trying to say that my name isn't good enough? It's almost like you know, my name by itself isn't okay. It has to be. But I guess uh, you know it's. <laughs> If you come to a mutual agreement and and you're not really bothered, I guess you're not really bothered. I I, I really can't, you know, put over and say, oh, your marriage is doomed because you've got a, a, a double-barreled um, surname. Probably far from it. 
Yeah. It's just if, if you know it's Nigerian, then you know that you need an extra long credit card for, you know, to put in your... <laughs> to put in both names on the credit card, right? <laughs> just to warn you. It's okay if you've got a nice English name like Smith, you know. But if you've got a, something a little bit more complicated, like Fadayomi... And then uh, Akin Bulumo. That's, uh, that's one of my cousin's names. Fadayomi Akin Bulumo. Get tired before you even meet the <laughs> meet the person. But anyway, let's uh, reach out to somebody who doesn't know Jesus as their Lord and Savior. As we always do on every Soul Food Show, our mission here, believe it or not, is not just to have a good time, not just to kind of like you know go over the facts and things that are, that are happening our mission really here is is we want you to be able to engage with us and by doing that you then have the opportunity to meet jesus christ our, our lord and savior we we've all decided to make jesus our lord and savior you know many many years ago and you know we stand as a testimony to what god is doing in our lives and all a testimony is is that we as you see us we know that if it was not for god's grace um, if it wasn't for his protective covering, um, we wouldn't be standing here, sitting here or being, being able to, re, you know, even talk about some of these issues. We realize that the air that we breathe, the fact that the world is spinning, you know, the sun, the moon, the stars, the seasons is all down to God's mercy and his provision. Um, and we call it his, it's his grace of God that allows us to uh, live on this earth. And grace is great because grace even allows you not to do things that God wants you to do. So you could be out there, but you're still under his grace, whether you accept it or not. It allows you not to believe and it allows you to believe. That's the crazy thing about uh, uh, about grace. You're not in, in you know, the, the Bible says it like this. I think the rain falls on the just and on the unjust. I can't be walking down the road and it's just sunny on my head and it's raining on everybody else that's not a believer. Rain falls on everybody. We all breathe in the same air. But, you know, there are certain things that as believers we have victory on. And um, and, and, and that's really the point that I, I, I want you to bring you to this morning. So if, if you are out there and you don't know Jesus as your Lord and say, I'm going to say this prayer. It's called the prayer of repentance, prayer of salvation. I always say the name of the prayer because sometimes we all oh, sinners prayer. I don't want to be a sinner. You are a sinner. All right. Get over it. Now, once you say the prayer, you won't be a sinner anymore. But yeah, yeah, we have all sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. And the more you get involved in being a Christian, you, the more that you're under, more you understand about the nature of sin versus being a sinner. They're two different things. So if you are out there, just repeat this prayer after me. I'm going to say some things that if you are out there as a, a non-believer, someone who does not know the things of Christ, these concepts are going to sound way beyond your head, way beyond you could possibly ever understand. And I'm glad that that is beyond your your mind, beyond your reasoning, because um, the idea that somebody would die to remove sin from our lives is is something that can't be comprehended, com comprehended with a normal mind. It takes a certain amount of what we call spiritual discernment in order for you to get that revelation right and once you do get that then you're good to go so to help you out um god has already invested in you uh, a measure of faith now whether you feel you have it or not it's in everybody the bible says it bible is is, is true so there's a measure of faith inside you that allows you to grab hold of some of these concepts that seem way beyond your mind so if your mind says i don't get it 
it's okay today but your spirit is is i believe is being activated today and your spirit is going to activate that faith that will allow you to lay hold of this promise that god has already put down in his word amen so if you are out there just repeat after me and then i'm going to direct you to some great resources at my home church repeat after me thank you jesus for loving me thank you jesus for dying on the cross for me i believe that you are the son of god and that you died and rose again to remove all of my sin past present and future i was a sinner but now i want to be born again lord send your holy spirit into my heart to help me to stop sinning i have believed in my heart i've confessed out of my mouth and upon my confession i am now saved in jesus name say amen wherever you are welcome to the family of god i am super excited that you made that if you if you made that decision today right if you're out there on 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 the streams and you've made that decision to accept jesus i am super excited our mission here is to get you to heaven as i always say it's not about us saying that our church is bigger than their church and you know we have a bigger faith on that it's all about people making heaven and by you declaring that you've already made heaven so that's the that's the first step the next step i want you to do is to uh, take the opportunity to go over to uh um Ruach city church's uh, website we have a great program called the new believers program discipleship care program so if you go over to www.ruachcitychurch.org forward slash new believer which is you you will gain access to these resources that we run every thursday evening at seven o'clock and why is that important you've made a decision to follow christ you're making heaven hallelujah praise the lord but while you're on this earth we want you to be victorious and you'll only be victorious if you know what the bible says and you have continual revelation so that you can overcome some of the obstacles that you you know some of the obstacles that you find that happen in life amen i'll give you your first question for free when you get in there on this thursday evening once you you know once you've registered your interest you need to ask how can i get baptized baptism is such an important part of this faith walk that you're making and that's the outward declaration of the truth that you now know inside you right so it's important that you get baptized then you say how can i get baptized where can i get baptized then you can ask other questions in there like you know why does the bible only have 66 books what's the deal with speaking in tongues why do we need to give tithes and offering what's the deal with the communion you can ask all of those questions plus many many more within that safe environment it all happens online i think they use a uh, zoom to do it so um you could be absolutely anywhere in the world so i think i got to l the other day because basically every day of the week i try and find a letter of the alphabet and find a country so we're k so you could be l l what's after l is it m l m yes m so you could be in mauritius or you could be in mexico that's nice and easy doesn't really matter where you are in the world all you've got to do is take your time synchronize it with the uk time gmt and then you'll be able to attend those classes as well so while it's 7 p.m uk it could be in the morning for you while you're going to work it could be later on at night whatever the time is take the opportunity to be part of those classes i would love to know that you have made that decision to follow jesus i would really love to know that so if you have made that decision please reach out to your boy uh plus four four seven nine six oh two one nine three double six uh that's what we call the also secret whatsapp number you're not supposed to tell anybody once you got that but uh 
people do it's all right um, or you can email me at soulfoodoffice at gmail.com okay um and i'd love to know that you're in i'm an elder at rack city church i have a responsibility to make sure regardless of whether or not you're in rack city church or you're connecting through this medium to make sure as a believer that you know you have the support that you need for your faith amen but welcome once again to the family of god this is awesome man So let's take that off. Uh, say good afternoon or good morning, I should say. I saw Pastor Kevin come on. Shouts going out to Pastor Kevin Dawkins. And shouts going out there to uh, his significant other, Pastor Shola. Lovely to have you on, sir. I normally uh, catch you uh, on uh, uh, Alex's, uh, Brother Charles's chat about show. I know you're a, you're a firm favorite on there. So uh, thank you so much indeed for all you do on the online space as well, as well as your ministry too, sir. So God bless you richly. I want to do... Let's do this one, right? Let's see if we can dance you out a little bit. Uh... Put a man above the one I Can't Let's do some Asha Ella. I can tell you it's been absolutely amazing. Talking of uh, amazing, what about that Catch a Fire Friday, man? We had a whole one hour of overtime. That was awesome. Thank you so much to everybody that came out to uh, to jump on that one. I think I'm going to rebroadcast that a little bit later on today as well. So uh, in case you're home and... Uh, which you probably are maybe you're not going shopping today you'll be able to uh, jump on that one and watch the live stream remember everything that i do is always over there at soulfoodgospel.com that is the home of the soul food show so uh, all my on-demand services all the live streaming platforms all available there you can uh, do what you want got a couple of freebies on there as well if you go to the download section at soulfoodgospel.com got some free mixes on there i think i've got a worship one did a valentine's day mix did a smooth worship mix so you got some great music there for you to be able to uh download or stream uh stream from the site as well absolutely free of charge it's really funny as soon as alistair came off everybody came off the stream don't worry i'm trying to hand over to him can you see he's very reluctant today I don't think I've prayed enough yet. I think he doesn't realise he's such a natural at it that it's just one of the things he's not really like. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. So what's happening next week? I should telegraph. Oh, I may be able to show you actually. Hold on. Oh, 
So guest number one uh, next week is going to be the uh, super great Miss Nikki Sariki. She is going to be live on the show. So I'm looking forward to having her there. And being super organized means I can also tell you that uh, as she's on the show, we are congratulating her because her track, uh, Love Reels, which I absolutely adore, is the record of the week for next week. So congratulations going out there to Nikki. So we'll be talking all about that track. So Nikki's going to be... Nikki's on the original Soul Food show. And then I've got Minister Daniel. Now, some of you may not know Minister Daniel. This guy is an absolute uh, force to be reckoned with on Facebook. He started an online radio station on Facebook. He has thousands of people that follow him uh, on Facebook as he uh, runs uh, different shows from all around the world. So I'm going to have him on the uh, show on the Late Lunch show. That's uh, 4 p.m. That's not Frank. Aimed, right is it hold on it's better be sloppy dj well yeah so he's going to be on the show uh on the uh february the 10th which i think is the wednesday show so we're going to be discussing all things radio social media he has a huge 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 social media following so uh, thank you so much indeed those are my two guests for for next week lots of music of course next week as well got some new stuff always got some old stuff as well but I pretty much guarantee we're gonna have a real good time yeah one of these days uh, class captain I'm actually gonna play that jingle one of these days, you know, I'm going to remember, I'm actually going to queue it up and play it. My sins away, giving his life on that ratchet cross for me. Even when I was deep in my sin, deep in my sin. Hanging on his word like apostrophe. Watch it come to pass like a prophecy. When we come through your vicinity, flashing so right, you would think it's an emergency. We're the sons of Jehovah. Want to say thank you to all my uh, contributors and collaborators this morning. Shouts getting out there to the class captain, Miss Louisa, Miss Michelle, Miss Fifi. I'm saying all misses, aren't I? You're all going to change your names when you get married, right? Shouts getting out to Pastor Kevin Dawkins. Shouts getting out to Lady L. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I just thought of something. So if you were like a, a lady already, like lady something, right? If you got married, would you then like change? Would you change your name then? I don't know. There you go. Who else was on this morning? There's some uh, people hiding behind the privacy glass. I said hi to Miss Michelle. I don't think the Tambas were on this morning or they're probably behind the privacy glass as well. Oh no, Janine Richards. So uh, I think Janine's new. 
So a very good morning uh, going out to you, Janine. Thank you so much indeed for taking the time out to uh, to be on the uh, on the breakfast show with us. It sure is. So, uh, am I signing out with this one? Pretty much, I think so. Got to make sure that I hand back so that the uh, the other stations have time to do their identification. So, yeah. So, I'll say this as I always say. I said it twice yesterday, actually. So, I'm going to say it again. In fact, at one point, I said, do go out. And everyone said, no, 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 stop telling people to go out. <laughs> so, if you do need to stay at home, stay at home. If you do need to go out, uh, maybe got some shopping to do, be safe. But most importantly, don't lose your faith in Christ Jesus. Remember to catch us uh, back here on Monday, 4 p.m. GMT for the Late Lunch Show. In conjunction with the guys over there at Salt FM, their drive time. So you guys have a really great uh, Saturday. Thank you so much indeed. I'll catch you all later, man.